I went to sleep yesterday, you know, after I got home from watching the pay-per-view and uh, woke up really? at two. I woke up at two mm. and then couldn't sleep at all the rest of the night. <laughs> I was so pissed this morning. I'm like, brain, you know I have to fucking watch after a child tomorrow. Can you just like make it so I don't murder people? Get some rest, please. <laughs> That's God. not how this works. I guess not. You okay. understand a lot better as an adult why a caregiver was randomly very mean to you one day once. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to AE Doubleback, the show that looks for awkward silences to just... <laughs> plug itself into um <laughs> this is monday march 7th 2022 uh we tried we tried to record uh last night uh monday march 6th or uh, sunday march did we, 6th. Though? did we try you know what uh one of us and i'm not gonna say Teresa who uh <laughs> was air quote sick no, and- I said I wasn't feeling well, <laughs> mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I had to get up at 5.45, which is mm-hmm, true, mm-hmm. and the longer we stayed, I knew it was going to be like, we're talking an hour and a half, two hours to get this going. Because- we're going to be 20 minutes. This whole thing, 20 minutes and out. I mean- There's nothing happening in this, spot, <laughs> in this uh, Anyway, I was like, there's no fucking way. I'm going to feel like garbage, and then I won't get any sleep. But it turns out I didn't get any sleep anyway, so I might as well have. I'm mad at myself. And we're mad at you. Yeah, I'm mad at you. And the fans are mad at you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we went to the AMC 16 in Burbank to watch this, uh, to watch uh, AEW Revolution uh, 2022. And it's, I mean, let's start out. I don't don't know if we talked about this uh, the last time we did this, but like the difference between watching at home alone. Uh-huh. Watching uh, at a friend's house with mm-hmm. uh, friends over, and uh, watching it in a theater uh, with you know uh, completely random people who also yeah. enjoy wrestling. Um, do you have any experience with uh, any of these other uh, things? Well, I, I would say. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I I just want to stress that I do enjoy freely drinking to excess, uh, as as one does either totally alone or on random rare occasions with friends. Okay, okay. I can't tell if you're joking or not, but that is absolutely a thing that uh, makes uh, a wrestling pay per view super fun. Um, well, it's, I, it, it's amazing. Like the, the experience of like being at a party, you're drinking, you're having a good time, you're eating chips and snacks. Somebody shows up with chicken nugs from McDonald's, and and they're a hero <laughs> of all time. Like that's a that's a great that's a great experience. That's true. I don't really like to drink if there's something that I actually want to take in. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to take in this wrestling show. I want to know all the ins and outs. I don't want to forget anything. And I don't want, I, I don't know, like um, my judgment clouded or something like this. Uh, I'm not much of a drinker. So that's not true. I I should say that's not true. I've gone through phases and I yeah. definitely have my moments where I'm just like, I'm going to go absolutely bananas tonight, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, but, 
those are few and far between anymore. And, uh, certain people really bring that out of me. So anyways, um, we are not those people called. No, you're not. No, no offense. But you're really? Just- I, 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 well, I mean, is it a good thing that we don't pr- push you to drinking? Seems I mean, good. I, it's like nowadays the situations I find myself in where I'm really like, okay, now we're just doing, now I'm just saying yes to all this craziness are the people that we go out at midnight and everything we're doing is like, you know, warehouse this and underground that and shit that doesn't end until 10 a.m. And I I am just like, why am I doing this? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Cause I'm a grown-ass person. I'm, what I'm a yes person sometimes. And I'm just like, a, let's fucking just keep hanging out. <laughs> I will say I, I, I remember. That a- a strong uh, mid-tier buzz throughout the entire oh. pay-per-view. Uh, it can hurt you near the end because you'll get tired sooner. Mm-hmm. But like those peaks um, are, you know, like some of my absolute best moments, you know, just like living with, you know, like a half dozen or even like a dozen other people. And we're all just cheering and going nuts. And, you know, uh, I think when we uh, get to the live show, we might have a similar experience. I don't know how if or we'll be drinking or whatever, but you know, hopefully we get good tickets for uh, AEW in LA, and we'll see. Yeah, man. Uh, I think that seeing the theater, seeing it at the theater was awesome. Um, it's people that you don't know, so that's even better because you don't know. You know, I can't guarantee if the people in the theater have the same thoughts and feelings as I do. So it's kind of cool to get that difference of opinion um, and hear people saying different things. Um, Also, we don't have to clean up. I don't have to bring anything. (laughs) I can just get my shit and have my time and and then leave. Although, how dare you? Because I always clean up after myself when I'm – Of course I do. Because I used to work at a theater. So like, you know. Well, Well, I I, I I personally – I personally enjoy making a gratuitous mess to punish the poor. Uh, I'm just saying I cleaning that. a living room is what I'm saying. No matter how <laughs> clean your guests may be, they're not that clean. There's still trash to take out. The floor is going to be dirty. They wipe their Whatever. butts on your couch. They just pull I mean, the pants down. You know, just stuff happens. I like the idea of Teresa being a Howard Hughes level like clean freak looking for microbes <laughs> with, a, with a magnifying glass. And also piss what, into a jar. Piss into a jar. I, what are you, I, I pick up all carpets, or not carpets, rugs and things, because I don't fucking trust anybody. <laughs> and I know someone's going to have an issue with the no shoes policy. It's like, just fucking take them off, man. It's disgusting. It makes the floor <laughs> so dirty. If you walk in your house in socks, put on white, clean socks. And those socks are dirty <sighs> from walking on your own fucking floors. <laughs> That's gross. Take your uh, shoes off when you get home. Can I just say one of my favorite things about doing podcasts is that after a couple years, you unco- every once in a while, you'll just uncover something new you never knew about the person. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God. That's not a crazy thing. Lots saying. of people do that. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Well, no, I'm not no, saying it's crazy. I'm saying it's crazy. It's not no, it's crazy. crazy. Uh-huh. But it's a thing you're that crazy. I now know. There you go. Crazy for other reasons. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm crazy, but. That it that is not why. Uh, I will say it is interesting because here's the thing about me: um, absolutely everything I love, I hate everybody else who loves it. Also, 
mm-hmm. so like like I mm-hmm. I'm a big metalhead and I hate going to shows because most of the people there I can't stand them. Same with wrestling. Uh, a lot a lot of people. It's a little bit different now. It's changed over the past you know uh, many many decades. Uh, but even still, you know, you get people who are like, yeah, show your tits kind of thing, or, you know, just be, just being kind of terrible. Uh, and so I'm always concerned. Uh, when we saw the show last night, there was, uh, every time, uh, you, Teresa would say something kind of loudly, um, that didn't like sort of like mesh immediately with other people. I was concerned. I was like, oh God, are they going to think that like, Oh, there's a, how dare that girl say things that, you know, we don't uh, agree with or whatever. And there was like a, like an eight or nine year old girl in front of us in the row in front of us. We're mm-hmm. second row, first row, uh, yeah. girl and presumably her dad. And I was worried for her. I was worried that, um, she would like something and everybody in the, uh, um, you know, theater would be like, boo. And she would feel bad. And I, cause I don't want to exclude people. So like, right. um, in that sense, I had some concerns. Um, this was a pretty good crowd. You know, uh, no one was being. It was, uh, no one was so. mean. Yeah. It's just it's okay. Nice. Like, uh, rel- relative to the experience that I had had at the last pay-per-view, this was fine. Uh, at that at that time, I I was more aware of, like, uh, like not awesome uh, viewpoints. And this time I didn't notice it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we were in Long Beach. Uh, and this Last time, time. The yeah. well, Burbank no, no, here. I you, not Long Beach. Uh, when like when I was in Burbank without you guys. Oh, oh that's right. Oh, I didn't realize. Interesting. You actually, went through with it. Mm. Um, I will also say that we because we were in the second row because like a, a week or two, actually like a month out, I was like, oh, we should get tickets, and I looked, and it wasn't up yet. Um, and then like a week out, I looked again, and I was like. <sighs> Maybe like Teresa and Calder are going to bail on me. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Um, so I didn't get tickets then. And then when I finally did get tickets, you know, there's only like the front two rows. So I got yeah. the front two, you know, we're in the it's second fine. row. It was totally fine. Being that so close Teresa to the and team I were really um, added to the experience, honestly. Yeah. Because you're looking at, you know, um, yeah, Chris Stantlander's face just like like as large as you are a human being, like six feet tall, like right next to it. And it's it's kind of a visceral experience. It was actually a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was different uh, from uh, being in the same seats at a movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. So. It yeah. did not, it was not um, cumbersome to be that close at yeah. all. Uh, and the other thing that I thought was really interesting, uh, which is not a thing uh, that I've experienced with um, even groups like watching um, together is that there was applause and it was yeah. almost to the level of like golf claps yes, when there was it, a really good I was move, thinking. just like clap, clap, just light clapping. And I was like, huh. It was really sweet because like when somebody does some cool move, whatever it is and whoever it was, people clapped. Uh, it's just like an appreciation clap. You're like, I fucking love this. I'm telling you guys, if, if you haven't ever tried watching the pay-per-view at a theater yet, do try because I think you'd really like it. I have a great time, and yeah. and Chan, yeah. just you know, I do clean up after myself at a movie theater. I just mean I don't. You were holding it, on to that, weren't you? I was. <laughs> I just wanted to be clear. I don't want you to think ill of me. 
No, that is that is definitely not the reason why I think ill of you. Not, yeah, no. <laughs> you think ill of me because I'm so ill? What? Oh, you be ill in. Oh my god, the nineties, eighties, eighties. What are you talking about? Was that 80s? <laughs> I'm talking about specifically uh, the Run DMC song oh. off their second album, Raising Hell. Mm. Um, one of the greatest LPs of all time. Anyway, uh, we're as hard as hell. Anybody, <laughs> I don't care who you tell. Um, we're not going to thumb any of these because uh, oh. there hasn't been an AEW pay-per-view where basically everything isn't uh the most amazing thing right uh i do have a couple quibbles but like here's the thing uh oh. the show was amazing it was one of the best pay-per-views i've ever seen absolutely um it, there's there's a question to be uh asked and possibly answered about like uh it's a four-hour show it's mm-hmm. a no it's a five-hour show because we got there at four um yeah, and it, it used to be like there's like one match in the um pre-show. There were three good matches in the Dude. pre-show. So we got there at four and we got out at nine. That's five straight hours. Mm-hmm. Um pacing a show like that, did- you need like basically bathroom breaks. Yes, um, I know. It was really hard to get away because everything was huge. Yeah. And, and there was no easy, long yeah. there was no filler. There was zero filler. Like the packages they had. Um, for like, you know, the feuds between people or something like this right before a match. Yeah. We're so short. <laughs> so it yeah. was just like, shit, man, I ran, <laughs> I booked it to the bathroom and I barely made it back in time for a match. Oh, yeah. oh man. Yeah. Uh, I, I missed, yeah, it, that, uh, that was um, uh, uh, da- uh, Brian Danielson's, uh, music, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite things. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that was a little bit of a bummer for me. Um, I, I know that uh, during one of my bathroom breaks, I missed the beginning of Adam Cole's uh, entrance music, but thank God I got there in time for the boom. In mm-hmm. time for the boom. Um, I When we used to do Shakespeare, um, like, because we were all, Humble like, brag. 22. <laughs> yeah, yeah, theater school. That's a real <laughs> theater school in Bakersfield, California, okay? That is not, that is just pure humble. Um, oh, really? We, the uh, bard's backyard. <laughs> uh, we we uh, put on our own Shakespearean productions because we were sick of the school. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things we did because we're all young and like, yo, we fucking do the we we do extreme Shakespeare. Um, we would do something like Othello and uh, basically cut out all of the comedy because, like, no, this is going to be dark and intense, and you know, and all mm-hmm. this, and not really realizing or you know fully comprehending that like motherfucker put that in there for a reason yeah um Mm -hmm. it makes the dark bits darker because you have some you know lightness to lighten lighten things and you you have you know variation Mm -hmm. um and so you know booking a show that is all you know hammer 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 these are all amazing is hard on a person you're just sitting there for five hours but uh, you sh- you should be experiencing all of these you know emotions and stuff, and it gets tiring. So sometimes it's a good thing to have stuff in there that like, well, I kind of don't really need to see this. Um, and yeah, like, is that a thing they should? Is that how they should book it? Is Tony Khan booking it correctly? Uh, I'm not gonna. I can't answer that question. Uh, but just put it out there. So I don't have a complaint with how they did it because I 
I really, you know, in the in the way that um, you continuously kind of feel like it's a certain year, even though it's not that year. Like you're like, oh, it's basically still the year two thousand, uh, and you're like, it's a few years after that, and and you don't think like, oh, it's almost twenty five years past that. Um, mm. But like in it, like to, for me, the show was con- constantly had just recently gotten going all the way until like the final match. And it was like match the second to last match or the last match where I started to be like, I am a little tired and ready to be out of here. Uh, but to that point, it just felt like it was pretty breezy to me. Yeah, I will say like, this, I, I though, didn't. Fe- uh, the uh, uh, matches can be hurt by this. And I'm going to specifically call out uh, Brit and Thunder. Mm. That like it came, uh, it came right on the back after MJF oh. and CM Punk. Yeah, and like, so that's real hard. That everybody always says, like you know, like uh, oh man, I, I hate, uh, I feel bad for the people that have to follow this match or that match. Um, you know, if they're all bangers, um, yeah, people are gonna, the audience is going to be exhausted, and even if you put on a good match, um, the audience will be like, oh, okay, well that. That was okay. And that kind of sucks for the people that, you know, get that. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it also, like, the, uh, like, it, it, you're t- the, the two options are either some of the matches get a kind of a fatigued response or the matches that would be in their place are less deserving matches. And it's really tough to make that decision. Yeah. Which is why I'm like, I'm not judging. I'm just saying that, like, that is a thing. And a choice. Look, you know made. exactly what would have happened is they would have said, "Oh, okay." After uh, Punk MJF, uh, that's that's where Hook and uh, QT go. Which I don't know. Uh, yeah, like a, a sort of like little blow off comedy kind of thing uh, could yeah. have been good. I would um, have liked like a BTE or something. Would people have been mad that you know, like uh, you know, everybody loves Hook, like? that hook got stuck in a spot like that and you know just did like a two-minute comedy match i don't know Anyway, uh, so let's talk about it yeah let's so um the first match was layla hirsch and chris statlander in the and pre-show like, this is the first one shit okay yeah. i was really surprised uh because you know it's a decent beef that's been building and um I don't know. It was a great way to start because it was a good match. Yeah. And this is, I, I, I think this is perfect there because it is, um, you know, it's been building, but also like it still has a ways to rev up. Right. This, is, true. this isn't, you know, like a, um, a lights out or, you know, bloody cage right. match or anything like that. Like th- that's a thing that'll happen uh, in a few months. And this was, but it was perfect. Great start. It was a good notch for, um, Layla, because she was uh, moving further into her heel posture by doing some bad stuff, um, and she won. Yeah, which is a big surprise, you yep. know. And I'm I'm glad they did it. It's yeah, the right winner. Totally. So that was really great. Calder, anything? Oh yeah, I uh, no, I uh, I entirely agree. I, uh, I'm a big uh, Chris Statlander fan, and I think uh, I even was reading people talking about her possibly being the one to to go up against uh, Jade soon. Oh, that would actually be really interesting. Yeah, I'd be into that. All right, so then we had uh, Don. Okay, we 
we have okay we have kenny omega's music and i'm immediately like i love you kenny yes mm-hmm. oh, i'm so glad you missed you mm-hmm. and who walks out but don Callis? oh mm-hmm. i laughed so fucking hard i got work it was so hard <laughs> you know what it, it, it was ext- extremely funny uh this uh, honestly in a night of high points this may have been one of the highest absolutely because don Callis is such a motherfucker and he's so good at it. <laughs> um, but hey what if we had put this after uh, uh the dog collar match right that would have been great this would have been good after that yeah yeah it should I, don't have know. Been. I don't know anyway because it was stupendous yes and uh, oh, you know that's that, that's not AEW's word. That's uh, WWE's word. Like they bought the rights to Stupendous for WrestleMania. What? <laughs> that's weird. That, that, that's um, that's just the thing. Like they, uh, like the, 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 that word is something that uh, that Vince McMahon apparently is fixated on because that's like the official word you have to get into any single thing you say about WrestleMania on their shows oh, these days. Interesting. <laughs> uh, I th- yeah I think it's um uh he, he, don didn't say anything there was nothing there's no information it's not like you know like uh kenny is you know uh he's like four weeks away or anything like that he, he just came out to just like make Talk the crowd mad the and, audience. And it was, yeah. uh, just wonderful it was it was beautiful just, he was like it's he was blaming the audience for kenny um working th- these incredible five-star matches through all these multiple injuries. It's like, it's your fault. You just kept wanting more. <laughs> Give us more five-star matches, Kenny. <laughs> uh, it was really good. And, and, and he, he didn't even need to do anything except make the face that he made when he was coming out. I mean, like it was yeah. the most beautiful shit eating grin. And yeah. to be able to celebrate that moment with a room full of people, all we're all laughing so hard because that shit is just it was the best that was the mm-hmm. best it was really ever. one of the biggest pops of the whole evening i think like there were a few really big ones but that was huge and that was like in yeah that was in the first like half hour we were there or whatever like you forget how much you love don Callis and kenny until this moment and you're like oh my god i missed mm-hmm. you guys <laughs> anyway uh, so the next match was QT Marshall versus Hook. Um, I don't have much to say about it. I mean, no, it was a longer match for I, Hook. Um, it was and- a really smart match to do for sure to me. Uh, like that, like QT, like has the QT. I think is really at at peace with like the way that people, a lot of people, feel about him. I'm not sure Cody likes having kind of a similar like uh reaction from from fans a lot of the time but uh when when it's come up to qt's attention uh he's like just like yeah i'm on i'm on tv and getting paid for it like that sucks for me right (laughs) Um, i mean it's it's a little bit like um uh rebel who as i understand it from based on social media and you know nothing else like her job job is uh, hair and makeup and then she gets to come out and you know do stuff on screen every once in a while take a bump or two you know like and, and so like even though she uh, has been a wrestler she doesn't have to you know like bust her ass and train and you know like do all the stuff to you know maintain a top level physique and you know uh, um, she can just like chill 
and also get to be on TV every once in a while. It's perfect. It's great. Love it. And QT is like heavily a trainer. Yeah. Is he not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like he has a job. Um, So like any, anything that he's doing on top of that, I think is gravy. And I hope he feels that way. But it's it's a fantastic like uh, match to have for Hook in a slightly more prominent place because mm-hmm. it, like if he beats up on QT, people are going to really give him like like extra for that. And, yeah. and I, I I'm already a, like a pretty big fan of Hook. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, I was worried because you know they had built it up so long. It was like, ugh. and and because he's a legacy, it's like, is he gonna be terrible? Um and no, he's, he's... better than Brock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the the next thing on my Way mind. Uh, was... Better than Brock. <laughs> I mean, also though too, um, Hook is doing amazing work. Um, f- far ahead of his you know years, so I don't. Uh, I, I'm not mad that uh, Brock isn't like you know uh, setting my heart afire. But- Brock no, looks like he's forty. <laughs> so if he's if you're trying to tell me that he's only twenty or nineteen or something like this, then I just I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. He'll get better. And Brock Anderson. I'm I'm gonna look up Brock Anderson's age on Urban Dictionary. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. So then this is okay. So the match that follows the QT Marshall Hook match. I was so shocked to my soul that this was uh, that this was a pre-show match, right? Because right. I'm like, this is there's no fucking way. This is so ridiculous because this is like big money, big money match. Um, uh, also, Brock Anderson, twenty four. No, I, it's a liar. It's mm-hmm. a liar. <laughs> it's a liar from hell. Um, okay, so born in the year of our Lord, nineteen ninety-seven, Brock <laughs> Anderson. He's a liar. Anyways, um, it's House of Black versus Penta Pack and Eric Redbeard. Mm. And the look of House of Black is so fucking cool. Like Jesus, man, really nailed it. Mm-hmm. This is that entrance perfection. Is dick, just darkness. It was yes. it comes up. Uh, you know, like backlit, three of them wearing those uh, horn skulls. Oh my god, Ugh. it's good. Like this, literally, it's it's like half the time of Malachi's initial entrance. <laughs> it's twice. <laughs> it's good. It's just really great. Um, and then okay, we have Pac and Penta, and Eric came in at, separately, but um. You know, Penta's got his badass look. He looks like such a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. But Alex had this just <laughs> funnier look this time around. And I'm oh like, God. is he a grave digger? Now I don't know what's going on. No, with him. no, no. This is definitely like in it, and I don't I don't know how religious he is, but it it felt like an <laughs> antipope first off. Okay, you know, yeah. Kind of kind of in the style of uh uh Tobias Forge, like uh uh ghosts uh front man you know just like a uh an evil uh pope he had he had a sensor you know the thing that uh um except it was like huge and weird well some of them are is it supposed to be badass because it looks like some of them are really big and they have a shitload of incense 
What what object is this? It's like a ball that has like incense in it, and then it's on a chain, and you kind of swing it around. Thing they they ah yeah, the thing that they're always shaking around. Some of them are really huge, like for big like religious things. Say the Pope would have people carrying enormous shit like that, spewing clouds and clouds of incense to cleanse your dirty fucking souls you pieces of shit <laughs> and, and then like there are also like really small travel ones that you take when you fly yeah yeah, yeah. under four ounces uh but also he had i mean i guess it was supposed to be a staff but it looked like an axe head on top of a ridiculously long stick so i'm like yes is that like a like i was a, like a are hatchet? they gonna use this for something like an eight foot tall hatchet well, what is wrong well, you know what you know what it is? It's it's like the uh, the seventies the game show microphone where it's a very long oh, spindly handle God, and, uh, and a, ti- <laughs> a tiny uh, like a part to to talk into. Uh, um, so that's what I he was, was using. Bob is Barker's that kind of microphone. Axe. Yeah. I was, I was working on uh, – I was putting together a uh, game show that never came together, and basically the top of my list before like any other production got done is I need to figure out how to make one of those long-ass microphones because I just well, wanted to use it. pretty great. One of the, the really disappointing moments in my, like, sketch-doing uh, time was that I wrote, like, a, a, a game show sketch that went really well – but by the time I showed up with the, uh, the, 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 the microphones that I had made at home, the director was like, it's too late to try to integrate them into the process. And oh. like, I was super upset because I was like, that's why we're doing this, you know? Yeah, like you, yeah, I, yeah. I, Fire that director. But no, I, I do want to say that like, it is all ridiculous. I honestly feel like we're in a transitional point where it's eventually going to be something more like guar. Because I feel like it is like Ooh. a toned down guar. And Are you talking you about just, Alex? Yeah. If you okay. ramp it up a little bit more, then you're just like over the top bonkers. And then I will be into it. Because I was thinking that Axe, maybe they wanted it to be a scythe, but they couldn't find something soon enough. <laughs> so the Axe was like it, but it had to be long. I don't know. <laughs> Any hoodle. This was a fucking amazing match it was it was really 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 good and i like a lot of it was how many like really talented gigantic men that they were able to put together at one time this the pacing of this match was crazy there were some of it was so fucking fast and the moves were so uh like beautiful well uh, executed and complicated and just like these were people who are top of their game just like being like let's just show off and do the most banana shit that makes sense in this storyline that's still beating ass but also incredibly physically like magical it looks magical like how did that work I mean, like here's the, the thing. The thing with Buddy Murphy and Penta, like, facing off. God. Mm, I was like, how yeah. did they get that timing so perfect? <laughs> uh, AEW truly has an embarrassment of riches when it comes to talent. And the fact that you can put this on a pregame show is just... You know just... what I mean? Like, they could just throw this away oh, yeah. on people who yeah. haven't paid yet? What the fuck? Yeah. Or people who have, I mean. Or I don't know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. 
Man, you guys! No, it, it, it really, it really was. It, uh, the 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 exchange that went on between uh, Eric Redbeard and Brody yes. King. Oh my was, God! Yes. Oh. Like uh, it, 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 it seems like dangerous for them to collide at all. Like, like it would have repercussions for all of us that they would. <laughs> I mean, explode. and the fact that they kept doing it, like, hey, this always works. <laughs> Yeah, we're the well, I, biggest I, I, humans ever in any match we're ever in, and this is supposed to knock you down, and it doesn't. And they keep doing it. I was like, "This is the f- most." Yeah. Brilliant. and we they the, keep doing shoulder blocks to each other. Is what they were started doing started clapping <laughs> because we're like, "Fuck yes, <laughs> this is amazing!" It kept going on and on. <laughs> I mean, that's oh. and that's that's why Vince loves having huge guys. Uh, you can definitely have too much of that, and yes, that's a good thing to keep in mind. He loves them so much that he specifically let some of these guys go. Yeah, right, who knows? I mean, the is. thing is, is that like it's because AEW doesn't have as many huge people, it yeah. really showcases how huge they are. Eric looked big, but he didn't look as enormous as he does now. Like mm-hmm. now, I'm like, oh my god, he's a fucking giant. Same with uh, Buddy Murphy. I didn't realize how huge he was. Compared really, truly. And, like, and he, like, we were noticing he seemed to have gotten a lot more uh, uh, built up since we saw him last. It could be. I, honestly, I don't remember. Maybe I don't remember well enough or something. But, yeah, compared to Pac, who is, like, just made out of steel, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's super <laughs> tall, and then like three times that guy. What? Yep. So yeah. Uh, and we the will. Fact we that will. Buddy Murphy got lost in the shuffle a little bit, uh, size wise, over at WWE. Maybe is a bad thing because it's nice to be able to see. Oh, all these people are different, and I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and and we'll something I was thinking to- about also. Oh yeah, go ahead. We'll come back to this conversation uh, at the latter match. That's all I wanted to say. Oh right, yeah, yeah, Carry okay. on. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, but, so but I think it was okay. this. I think it was the, the, this match particularly where I was thinking again about like um, the the ring ropes and how like the popular conception might be that they're just rope, but they're not rope. They're like high tension steel cables, and yeah. the reason that that is is because men like this specifically. Right need to be able to bounce around off of them. And it looked like maybe they were even being tested. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The weight, right? Shit. Um, God almighty. So then we start the actual pay-per-view at what? 5 o'clock. We haven't even made it what? to the real show yet? What? Yeah, I haven't even made it to the real show yet. I couldn't believe it myself. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. No, because because the theater decided to spring for the, the full pay-per-view after they saw those three matches. We got to see more. <laughs> Yeah. And the audience full of people are like, huh, I guess we'll keep this going. <laughs> the one goofy-ass thing about uh, all of this is you just pay $25 to see it, and they just turn on a direct TV. <laughs> they just- yeah, I know, I know, I know. But, I mean, it, it's better than paying, what would it be on our own, 50 Yeah, yeah. See? There you go. You spend the other amount, you spend the other 30 bucks on concessions. <laughs> all right, so we got... Jericho versus Eddie. Um, I was so nervous about this in that I wasn't sure how it was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, of course, was really looking forward to it because I was looking forward to Eddie. Um, he's just the best. It's the greatest. And this was oh, – this was so good. This was so good. This was the best Eddie we've seen. Mm-hmm. And, and it was uh, the best Jericho in, in quite a while as well. That's it true. Was. Yeah. Because he's, like, getting pissed off, like, pissed off heel style pissed off. Like – it's coming out. It's it's fully he's turning, guys. We I know we've been yeah. talking about it, but it's really coming out. <laughs> it's all happening. And uh the best fucking shit ever is Eddie wins cuz he just would not stop. He wouldn't stop. He wouldn't stop and he finally wins. And then it's almost like he doesn't believe the ref. <laughs> and it was so great and everyone's losing their shit cuz we're all happy for him. And then Jericho now, oh, and then he walks over to give Jericho the handshake. That was such a funny moment. (laughs) Oh, my God. But Jericho's pissed off. He doesn't want to do it because he's a heel now, baby. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought this was a great match, a story well told. Um, Jericho gouged his eye like. 150 times yeah so at the end of the match he's like uh and he's like squinting like popeye and it's <laughs> hilarious um i don't know why i wrote eddie chant in my notes oh because the uh audience in the theater was chanting eddie yeah i was one of them yes. um but oh, like yeah. uh like yeah it's it's sort of a different vibe like you're not going to get the same level of chance as you would in you know a huge ass arena uh because it's a smaller space so people aren't it'll be harder to get them to you know like chant because right. you feel a little weird just being in a you know theater um but like I, that's I, I the level of emotion su- i did get a little support for my fbi chant uh as we oh, waited yeah. uh, when for the, the, FBI the main warning card came yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah yeah we were I, I was following you with that chant and people thought it was a good chant <laughs> for some reason because we're all silly goofballs well, I mean, uh, yeah, everyone enjoys the irony of supporting uh, the federal police. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is so that was a great match. Just it was very satisfying, I should say. Yep. Then we had the tag trio. Oh, also uh, here in my notes, I uh, mentioned the dangling chain uh, Uh, in the sort of still shots. Where yeah. they have the wrestlers facing off against each other. For some reason, they decided to make a little chain that sort of like dangles, you know, in between MJF and um, uh, Punk. And it was It was weird. like a dancing chain. It was, it was really weird. It, it, didn't, it, it didn't need it, it, yeah. it was moving around like... Um, like it was made like, out like, of uh, feathers. Like, yeah, it, like it was very soft and 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 willowy. It was it was like a hammock or something like that. <laughs> a chain hammock. That's what Conan uh, sleeps in. Okay, so oh, tag yeah. trio. The tag match with the trio tag match. Young Bucks, uh, Red Dragon, and uh, Lucha. Wait, God, Jurassic Jungle. Express. Oh my God, Jurassic Express. <laughs> Perhaps you let me explain who the Jurassic Express are. There's a uh, Jungle mm. Boy, Luchasaurus. Like, I did tell you I woke up at two last night, did not sleep, <laughs> and then I've been watching a two-year-old all day. So you were going to sleep like relax. the dead tonight. 
So yeah. look forward to that. <laughs> I hope so. Or or maybe uh, her brain will screw her over again. Oh my god! If it does, I'm gonna murder it <laughs> with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Serves you right. Um, this was incredible. I mean, I know. Yeah. I again, it's all. I could say this about so many matches, but I I really loved it. I especially loved what was happening between Red Dragon and the Young Bucks <laughs> because mm. they were like agreed they were going to attack jointly um, Jungle Express. And at certain moments, you know, Red Dragon's like getting in there trying to pin and Young Bucks are like, hey. <laughs> They're like, oh, whoops, sorry. <laughs> or they agreed they'd go back and forth or something like this. I don't know. It was, it was really fun and funny and great moves of course from all of these people mm -hmm. and including jungle boy because we haven't seen a ton of matches since they got the belt um you know that's not a dig or anything like that i'm just saying there's a, a time to be a champion yeah there's mm -hmm. a time when we saw them all the time you know so you forget uh how extremely talented they are even mm -hmm. though you know how extremely talented but you just forget in the shadow of the young bucks say you know and you're like oh it, yeah that's why that's why these guys got the belt yep yeah if i was thinking like it it feels as though like uh uh jungle boy has has so much more come into his own since uh the er earlier times when they yes. were wrestling so much more and didn't have the belt like I, it now would feel somewhat less plausible to be doing the like the face in peril quite as quite as much because it just feels like he's so much more powerful than right. than that now. Yeah. And uh fun side note that we all learned while watching this pay-per-view. Bobby Fish is a talker. He talks so <laughs> much. He, he never shut up, no. It was great. I was like, oh my God. What it's, was he doing before where this was like necessary? This is awesome. <laughs> it's one of my favorite heel things. Um, it's like not everyone does it, but the ones that do, um, I, I, and I think it's like a, a very old school kind of thing. Yeah. Um, that, uh, a, a, a heel will just be talking throughout the whole match. And it's, it's great for engagement. And when you, um, it's especially live when you get to hear it, it's like, oh my god! And it's you know, it's just a thing that's like, oh, it's so irritating. How could you do? It? You really mm -hmm. should get beat up by the, the, you know, by the good guy. Um, but also sidebar, uh, I watch uh, being the elite like twice a year because it's usually too long and bloated, and I just don't have time for it. <laughs> but every time I do. You're, you're, you're I, I enjoy You're one it. of those Christmas and Easter uh, of being yeah. the elite. Uh, <laughs> um, but they they did a because uh, um, uh, Cutler obviously is always going around with the camera, so uh, they had footage from the um, last uh, tag rumble uh, from uh, last Wednesday, and the amount of talking that goes on is enormous. Like because there's so many people in the ring, they're all kind of doing their own thing and just like talking and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's worth it just to go and check out that couple minutes of BTE, BTE this week. It's fun. Um, also, Brandon Cutler was wearing what we think was a nod to Ukraine because his outfit yeah. was amazing. And it was, uh, at first I was like, Ooh, it's some kind of Lisa Frank thing. It's like a tiger print kind of thing. Yeah, But it was yellow and blue. 
Yeah. yeah. So I, I hope it was. And if it was, that's, that's dope sad. as hell. Anyways, yeah. this was a great match. I, I was worried it was oh, going to yeah, yeah. be really clumsy or something, but it mm-hmm. was it was fucking perfect. Yeah, and that's uh, it's one of those things that AEW does so well. We don't see as much anymore, I feel like, um, of just these large yeah. tag extravaganzas where it's just every moment something is happening and, you know, it's yeah. just move, move, move because there's so many people. So, like, these guys can get set up over here and you're not even noticing until this huge uh spot happens and you look over and like oh my god another huge spot is happening yeah you know they used to do that a lot more often and now they don't really have to i think before it was a faction thing or whatever but now it's like um yeah we don't see that as much anymore and and also don't overuse it or you know we'll get tired of it right exactly well i'm always happy when they do it because it feels as though they always do it uh so well like i always feel as though they manage to break break up those matches into really great phases and i don't know if it's just like like me thinking this is true but it feels like more often than sometimes can be the case like everyone is really doing something at all times uh as opposed to a lot more people like transparently like not doing anything until their next moment. Um, but it always feels as though there are stories in every corner of the ring playing out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, there okay. was, yeah. Also uh, the bucks new look with the goatee. And again, uh, because of BTE, I didn't even realize that those horrible, huge disco ball earrings light up. Oh, I, I knew <sighs> I could see it. And also it's the kind of thing you can get at Claire's like any oh, day yeah. of the week. So oh, I've, yeah. Definitely owned something similar in my lifetime. Any day of the week. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the heels moving as a unit outside the ring. It was, it was oh, like yeah. uh, Luchasaurus was getting ready to like jump on them. And you know, like four guys down on the apron uh, on the floor. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. And so they all like move around to the other side. And then I think Jungle Boy <laughs> was the one who like leaped over and took them all out. It was, it was such no, a it- fun. It, it was exactly like um, that moment in, I, I think it was the replacements. Like, do you guys remember the, there's, there's a scene where like somebody pukes on the field while they're in the huddle and they all, they all like move the huddle over away from the puke. <laughs> uh, I will take your word for it. It sounds delightful. Uh, but also uh, check out the replacements. If you haven't seen it, it's a fun movie. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is great. Gene Hackman is great. Gene right. Hackman's always great. So now let's get to, the third match. Uh, oh, also, I think uh, um, I wrote in my notes ovation for the win. And I think that means in the theater, uh, people were like cheering just because it was such a good match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that I, was fun. That's another thing that's so special about seeing it in a theater is just seeing everyone's collective appreciation for what we're watching. You know, it doesn't necessarily matter who won or lost. This was a brilliant well-executed match. Yeah. And that really is the thing that is so uh, special about, about it is that you can have the same feelings, but because there are people there, it feels as though there's some kind of a meaning or, or a purpose in a physical expression of, of what you're feeling because it would feel like really silly and stupid to, to do the exact same thing alone in your home. I mean, like it might come out of you a little bit anyway. It, you almost yeah. feel like it's a live show and they can hear you. 
you know, that they can I mean, hear your appreciation through the movie. There are people who can hear you and they, uh, to a large extent, share your uh, sentiments. I mean, that's kind of the point hey. of, of a movie theater is that you're having a communal experience. <laughs> well, I mean, I just it's mean, possible. It's- I was just saying literally. Yeah. It's almost like the wrestlers can hear you. Well, I mean, oh, also yeah. that, but that's, uh, also true. that's crazy talk because they can't. I know. <laughs> but you know who uh, might be able to hear you are the people in the next auditorium over trying to enjoy a Channing Tatum uh, comedy about a dog. Oh, yeah, well, they can go I hope they it. enjoy it. I hope they like it, too. I hope the dog dies at the end. What? Oh, come How on. Dare you? That's, that's yeah. a military dog. That's a hero. Oh, they don't die. <laughs> All right. Moving on. One of the best matches I've ever seen in my entire life hmm. it was the oh ladder match. Oh, my God. I've never seen such a good ladder match in my entire fucking life. It's a good ladder no, match. It, it, it was really incredible because um, when you have a thing that is, is really kind of set as this is what it is, like this match is a very fundamentally – about setting up ladders, ascending them, and acquiring an object. And you would think that after I don't know how many years since the first one, that that in general, the things that you could think of to do would have mostly been thought of and done by some really amazing people. And you to think that like we went there and we saw things that I feel like are new, uh, like that, I can... that feel. I can attest uh, because I have seen a great many ladder matches and there were multiple things I had never seen before. And I don't think have ever happened in a, in a fucking ladder match. And and I think that they, they picked people like so well uh, to they like, um, like when you assemble a team, you don't necessarily p- pick like, like absolute all-stars at every position, you have to pick people that work together as as a unit, and it feels as though they, while they included like really amazing talent, they had a picture in their head of like if we have this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy, it will add up to like more than the, the sum of its parts. So that they had like absolutely incredible meat men like Keith Lee, like uh, like Wardlow uh like 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 people like that and then they also and they had like some like mr ladder match uh christian cage and then they had like the the genius element of it had to be orange cassidy like his involvement elevated it so much yep um yeah so one of the first i mean they they played up the comedy so much in this ladder match which i really appreciated i mean there's a lot of technical stuff I feel like a lot of ladder matches we've seen in the past, it's all like, how much can I hurt you on these ladders? Um, or how high and crazy can we jump off these ladders and do crazy whatever off these ladders? This was more like, we're having matches, but we're the, uh, I don't know. It just, it, it wasn't like the other things. It was not the, how can I hurt you on these? And how can I, even though there was some of that, um, there definitely was. There definitely was. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my God. But the biggest parts were, like, they would just ha- fight 
beside the ladder, you know, just keep fighting beside the ladder. Like someone would be crawling up, going up the ladder and Warlow would be like, get down here. And so then they'd fight down there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The best is like when the first moment what when you realize this is going to be the greatest thing I've ever seen is you have powerhouse Hobbs, Keith Lee, and Wardlow staring at each other in the ring. They're also, the sidebar. Wardlow's a big guy. He looks tiny he looks next to Keith Lee. Minuscule oh, next to God. Keith Lee. And he looks small next to powerhouse Hobbs too, I might add. But anyways, uh, he, uh, the three of them are squaring off and the it crowd's like, yeah, meet. Because it's the three meets in the ring, right? <laughs> and so we're going to see some crazy shit. And everyone else had kind of fought and fallen away like they were injured or, or like off on the side of the, you know, on the floor somewhere. But Orange Cassidy jumps in. <laughs> so it's the three meets and then Orange Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Right there. And it was, I was, it was like, oh, this is so fucking brilliant. I can't take it. It was so great, but like that, that he is not like reading the moment where it's like he might as well have walked right through a door that said meets only. Uh, and and he did his 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 uh, little kicks thing. It was de- oh, it was man. absolutely delightful. It was so great. And I, I'm <laughs> curious if um, this is a thing. Uh, does it come from Tony where Tony's like? Let's get a whole bunch of big guys and, you know, like, uh, who can we offset? Oh, Orange Cassidy's um, the guy. Or does Orange come in and say, like, I've got a great idea. I know you want to put, you know, or how about we get a bunch of big guys and then I'll come in and I'll do some, you know, stuff. Or does he just get, like, booked in that and then, you know, like, uh, come up with really fun spots? Uh, I mean, I think he did was really everything he yeah. did was so perfect yeah i think and, i think the way it goes is is that like in the aew offices there's like a flyer on the uh pinup board and there's like little tear off ta- like uh, things at the bottom where it's like do you want to be in the the ladder match and you just grab one that sounds uh yeah i'm pretty sure that's out I, I know that's how it works in WWE, so I assume it's probably how it works <laughs> in AEW too. No, I, I I mean my my thinking. I, I imagine that Tony probably may have like really specifically wanted to bring in Orange because I think he fully appreciates what Orange brings to anything. But who like would especially see that like we have so much of X, Y, and Z. Like anything like that is just going to be spillover if we add more of that. We like we should add something like that is not one of those things. I think that would be how he would do it. Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, orange Cassidy may be underrated as a wrestling mind, uh, because he just has such a great way of creating new things. Like I new love, things in wrestling. Yeah. Can you imagine I've it? I've never seen someone climb uh, when two guys are like kind of fighting with a ladder. Cause he did that helicopter thing with his head in the middle of the ladder (laughs) and then two guys grab it and start like lifting him up and stuff and he's like oh no and then he grabs it flips on top of the ladder and he's Mm -hmm. right there he can grab the the ring like i've never seen that no i don't i I can't imagine i've never seen the the helicopter thing either Uh, the helicopter thing's been done oh has Uh, it yeah in the cat on top of the ladder is brilliant and i've never seen it um him 
the the end of him uh going into the middle of the uh uh meat packing district and mm. uh, doing his little kicks is they all like uh, uh they like shove him out of the way and all start going at it and then he jumps on top of them yes. to try and grab oh, yeah. them. He was like um, mountain he was like yeah. treating them like the mountain and he climbed no, the I- mountain to get to the ring it was so impressive great. that he could get on top of them, and then it was absolutely shocking how close he was at that point. <laughs> I th- always think it's funny when uh, people like Christian and anyone, but they try to square up the ladder just so under the <laughs> ring. And it's like, motherfucker, it's a small ring, and that's a huge-ass ladder. You're going to get to it. Just fucking climb up there. It doesn't have to be exactly <laughs> perfectly under it. Oh, and I suppose you've done ladder matches. No, I haven't, and I don't know what I'm talking about. But, you know, it's just (laughs) funny because it's obviously they're buying time because they're looking up, and they wiggle, wiggle the ladder, and they look up again, they wiggle, wiggle, look up again. They're like, okay, now. And they take the longest, most drawn-out, like, hand on the ladder rung, and someone, like, taps them or something, and it's like, and then they have to fight. It's just funny. Um, anyways, um, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. A couple of the spots I just wanted to mention. Cassidy climbing the ladder with his hands still in his pocket. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, Hobbs walking over Christian to get onto the ladder. Yes. Christian's on the, on the mat. And he's just like, Merit, and steps on him. Um, there is a shot where um, Christian is like looking towards uh, the camera. Uh, the hard cam. Oh my god! And yes. And in the back, you see Keith Lee rise up slowly, and you know, oh like, my god, it was and like he it like, oh my was god. so big. You know how like uh you um uh, and Calder, you like sent that uh tweet to us of uh, uh Aubrey talking about uh Chris Atlander going like oh I, I sometimes I forget like that the, I think I'm bigger than the cars <laughs> and I realize the cars are far away. <laughs> Uh, uh, pers- it was perspective. The thing that's far away is supposed to be small, but Keith Lee mm-hmm. keeps coming up and he takes up it's most huge. of the screen because he's so fucking Oh my God. Big. Yeah. It, it like, was looks absolutely like one of those things where, you know, in a, I don't know, in a movie or something where someone is sitting there and then behind them is like a tiger or a grizzly bear and they don't mm-hmm. notice until it's too late they turn around they're like oh my god they're right on oh, top yeah. of me yeah it was like yeah. that. you know what it was like I, was I, like uh, Ke- Ke- keith lee rose up like an actual tidal wave hmm. yeah yeah you know like it's, the it's, it's, thing. It's, it's 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 it was oh, great and, and i don't want to i don't want to forget like i don't think we've mentioned either uh ricky starks or uh, oh. dan Housen, who were both part of this uh That's match right. as well. <laughs> Dan Housen made an appearance. He cursed Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is, of course, just perfection on wheels. I love everything he does, too. Hobbs was great. Everyone was so good. They were all so good at everything they did. And Christian oh, yes. Cage Starks, was- Starks did a suicida through the ladder. Yes. I was oh, like, my God. Yeah. It was so fucking it was, it was- nuts. How do you... Oh, my God. Like, uh, there's not a lot of space. <laughs> Yeah, and he's such a good personality that it's easy to take for granted the fact that he's also a really talented wrestler. Yeah, oh, by the way. Although, when he did (laughs) land on the ladder later, I was worried that he hurt his neck because, you know, his neck got, like, 
surgery and shit. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. if anything happens to this man, I am murdering uh, the entire Wardlow freaking powerbombed him onto a ladder and the way Ricky landed uh, and then just stayed there. Yeah. Just l- it just m- made you think that something bad happened. And I don't know if anything did, but. No, uh, it, uh, later, um, Tony Khan said it was fine. Yeah, I think like they did. Um, uh, we I did read later that Orange Cassidy like had a shoulder Heard injury, shoulder. but in the same breath, like the people who reported that news were like, it was absolutely shocking. No one else got hurt in the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. All right, so that was perfect. It was that was another high point in <sighs> wow. a night of high points. Yeah, and yeah, so Wardlow okay. got the got the shot. He got the ring. Which I was shocked, but whatever. Here we go. I assume it has something to do with MJF. Anyway, <laughs> so then we have an announcement, which Shivani fucking blew. This bastard. <laughs> so he's got a clipboard for someone to sign. <laughs> and he's talking to the camera. The camera's right in his face. And he he's gesticulating with the clipboard. And so he's literally showing us the name on the clipboard, which then makes the entire announcement such a fizzle because we that have pop- been not on purpose though. I don't, I don't think it was. There's no way that's like, why would you screw the pooch that badly? And like, it, I mean, it why, literally why, ruins, why would it, his, it literally ruins the announcement because then it's not why exciting. Would his- why would his name have been on the front page so huge? Because it's, it's a short name. I don't know. It's just they have nothing else on the paper. You know, it's not a real contract. It's just a, a play contract for TV. Wait, wait, what? 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 It's just a contract for what? TV. The real shit is done. Okay, whatever. Shut up. Don't do this to me. Don't wind me up. I know it's, you're working me right now. Okay. I get it. Point being, um, he like the announcement was really long. He kept talking and yeah. talking. And so by the time Swerve came out, we're like, all right, we already know. We knew the second you started talking because you're an <laughs> idiot and showed us the, the showed the camera, the fucking name immediately. So your long, long announcement and then him coming out was like a fizzle. And I felt bad for Swerve because he deserved better than that. People were very excited. He got signed. I'm not familiar with him. I'm sure he's great. I trust AEW implicitly. But um, I was so mad at Tony. <laughs> Fuck. It's just, it's just poor stagecraft is what that is. It's just him being a fucking idiot. He knows better. He's been doing this for decades. <laughs> Look, let, let, let he who has never, ever uh, shown the name on a contract to a camera on a pay-per-view throw the first stone. Yeah, well, I will. Listen, I'm sure you're a big expert on introducing <laughs> people at pay-per-views for a contract <laughs> signing. Maybe Look, you should tell I us how it's done, Ms. Expert. If I had a single job in that <laughs> moment, which was to surprise the peoples. I would make sure the thing I had <laughs> on my person that would spoil that surprise wouldn't be seen by the cameras. That's all. Uh, no. All right. Put, 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 put it in the books. Teresa guarantees she will never, ever do that I no matter do that. what. You know what? And if I do that, I will buy you guys 
a Batman calzone. <laughs> oh. Yeah, see? Oh, that is a good deal. It's a fair deal. All right, y'all. Next, we have Jade versus Ty, which is oh, so funny because, like, you know, Jade versus Ty. Um, <laughs> Jade was so funny. She's like, whatever, like, whatever. What did she say? I can't remember. Something about whatever with that kung fu bullshit. Yeah, that karate <laughs> shit. Karate <laughs> shit. And then she starts doing these mock karate moves. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, I love yeah. her so much. She, she, she was repeatedly striking, like, a crane kick and, and various other, yeah. uh, like, uh, you know, like the Matrix-like thing where you're beckoning yeah. with your fingers almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and she was wearing... Seldom has... Go ahead. So, go ahead. She's wearing all green, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Jade, we're finally getting to it. Mm-hmm. I read Kombat somebody shit. saying that that was Mortal Kombat, yeah, and I think that that was after I was not a part Did of Mortal Kombat anymore. Did you hear me say six inches from your ears, oh, Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Look, a lot of stuff was six inches from my ear at that point. <laughs> that Ew. sounds so weird, and I don't wish to pursue this any further. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> popcorn, soda, all, you know, junior mints. Sweet, Swedish fish, yeah. Um, so this was a fun match. Um, it's always interesting to see uh, Jade sort of on the ropes a little bit because it's just, you know, I don't believe it for a second. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't believe I used you to can hurt Nyla. that woman. I don't believe it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Ty got some some hits in here and there. But Jade fucking beats ass. I mean, she just beats ass. There were a couple things that were maybe not the best looking. Um, but and I don't remember if it was Jade or if it was Ty. I have a feeling it was Ty, but I honestly can't remember. Um, but anyways, it doesn't matter. The point is, it was a fun match. It was good. It was a different side of Ty, which is nice to see. Um, there's an even better side of Jade, which I'm loving. I'm just loving how she's growing in this character. That side of Jade that has more abs than most people's whole body. Hmm. Um, uh, this match was, yeah, it was kind of, if, if we were ranking it, I might've given it a middle just because, you know, uh, again, one of the problems is it came after the ladder match yeah, and that's a real hard act to follow. It was a little loose. Um, uh, like, yeah, it, but the thing is both of them, both of them just continue improving and getting better. Yeah. Um, and like, Yeah. Was Jade's frog splash great? Not really, but she's doing a frog splash, yeah, and she's already amazing. So you know, like, uh, yeah, apparently uh, Brian Danielson's been like working with her a lot so that you know she <gasps> learns you know more stuff because like she, she does she could real have good a long big man career. stuff. If yeah. she picks oh, yeah. up more moves and things, she could have a very long career. Well, yeah. she seems like a sponge. Uh, like, uh, like I, 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 I don't know how many people that I seem to read about as much. Like, just constantly like hitting the books on getting better. Like, and she's when did she start? Like a year ago? If that, maybe it was a year. It could, uh, yeah, it's well, probably I, a year. Yes, yeah, not been long. Not been long. And like you know, remember when she first started and she wasn't a very good talker. And, you know, again, we haven't seen extended amounts of her off the cuff, you know, in the ring on a mic. But, like, 
I, I just love her character. I love what she's doing. I love what she's saying. I love how she's saying things. Mm-hmm. I'm just in. I'm just in awe of Jade, and I'm glad she won because uh, she's 29 and 0 now, man. <laughs> Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, in my notes here, uh, I have. Uh, they keep cutting back to. Um, uh, oh gosh. Uh, Dan Lambert and Scorpio Sky yeah. and like Paige Van Zandt up in the box and whatever. And there was a point where they cut to them and Paige was gone. And I'm like, what? what's going She's on? In the bathroom. Like, it was during the ladder Look match, it. though. It was during the ladder match. You don't Look. leave during that ladder match. What if it match? was her only opportunity to take a pee? And you, women's mm-hmm. restrooms are notoriously like long lines and stuff. If she was at an arena where women were drinking, you better believe it. That line is long. So she went to the one moment where she knew that people wouldn't uh, be in there. Or she that's, thought uh, they wouldn't be there. Or, you know, maybe she got an important phone call also. That, I mean, think about that. Again, that ladder match. There are other ladder matches where I wouldn't have minded. That ladder match. Well, or what about this? Maybe, Maybe... Maybe she left the box to get closer to the ring. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. Okay. I'll hear more about Maybe that. Maybe she wanted yeah. to be backstage and watch <laughs> on do, a monitor. I don't know. Watch, watch on a monitor. Why yeah. don't you just stay and home? Talking, and talking to the other wrestlers. This like, is all nonsense. Whatever. I will have no more of it. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming she's trying to learn something. Anyway, moving stealing. on. Moving oh no, but on. but I, I I do want to mention something that was really cool that like goes along with uh, Jade's ascent, which is that she got a really nice live music entrance. Uh, oh yeah. Yes, yeah, that was fucking awesome. I was like, oh my god, it's like WrestleMania. Uh, apparently, that guy, that uh, guitarist, is a real big deal in his circles. Yes. Uh, so like, yeah, that's awesome. He's a big deal, and um, fucking a right. I was like. This is like some badass shit. They're really giving her the royal treatment, man. I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Plus, it was just fun. Those little moments like that are like what makes WrestleMania fun. And, you know, you could talk shit. We can all talk shit about WWE all day long. But we can agree WrestleMania generally is awesome. Fun to watch. There's really neat things that are there just for the fun of it and live music uh, or having particular artists play someone's music uh, entrance music is always a fun cool thing and so no it, it, you know if you're gonna thing. borrow something from WWE fucking nay that's a great one mm-hmm. yeah no it's like the when, when like when you get to and with AEW like every pay-per-view kind of is like this WrestleMania is the is the one that really feels like it's like this for uh WWE when you get to that point where there's nothing left to save anything for so you should just use it all um that's like my favorite part about pay-per-views and my favorite part about like playoff uh sports is that like everything goes in now and so you get this like extra like amount of 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 uh, just really neat stuff. Yeah. All right, so we got MJF and CM Punk. Um, it starts with MJF's. I'm sorry, it starts with CM Punk's music, but then it ends up being MJF. God, that's such a great troll. It's, it's a great thing to do, but then, you know, you think you're gonna get. CM Punk's music again, but no, it's his old music, his AFI music. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, that was interesting and fun because I didn't know CM Punk back then. I didn't know that was something he did, but it does make sense because there are members of AFI that are straight edge. You know, it's a hardcore band, straight edge hardcore band. So like, even though one of their members is not straight edge, but whatever. Uh, so like they have, you know, if you get if you were a straight edge hardcore guy in the two thousands, yeah, um, you might have listened to this band, probably did, and that makes sense that CM Punk would have been using this music. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, it was just a fun entrance. Um, and this was a fuck. This was a bananas match. I mean, you know it's, it's gonna be bananas. Uh, borderline upsetting. Yes, it was so bloody. I, I really had a hard time. I was like, can somebody please wipe CM Punk's face? Just please wipe it. Because he already had that wound that opened up like right away. Because <laughs> it was just a scab. So it just opened up again. And he added more to it. His hair was wet the whole time from just how bloody he was. He was also sweaty, but it was like all this pouring, pouring blood. And the camera was right up in his face. So you could see the blood literally pouring out from his forehead. I It was so gross. And the splatter and the drops all over. I, I really had a hard time with that. Because it was so <laughs> excessive. And no one was like, toss him a towel real quick. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> come on, you guys. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if I like, like, I don't, I, I think that like, there's, there's a point at which like you, you like whoever you are, you've got to get at least a little squeamish, but yeah, I think that there is just an OCD thing of, of like, you got to wipe his face. You got to wipe his face, please. I beg of you. <laughs> Just because yeah. it's hard for me to see like a face just be dirty and be allowed to stay dirty. And just <laughs> blood all over like his teeth as well. I mean, ugh, ugh, ugh. and it's like absolutely everywhere. And now it makes sense though. Um, I think he had tweeted prior to the match like this Gallagher photo. And he was like, the f- <laughs> first three rows are going to have to wear like plastic sheets just like at a Gallagher show and it's like yeah because his blood is probably all over that fucking place I hope everybody is wearing gloves (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, yeah at a certain point the ref put on gloves I was like what took you so long man shit yeah he he did that real late yeah Uh, I don't I don't know why he thought he was fine until then Um, anyways what are the your all's thoughts I mean, it was, I, fantastic, I, I will, I will. it was fantastic. It was well booked. The whole uh, the whole feud has just been amazing. Yeah. So uh, the fact that it like ends with Wardlow coming out doing the thing with the ring where he can't find the ring. Yeah, you know, like I get there's a little moment of levity. Yeah, always like, oh, <laughs> and then MJF can't win because yeah. he doesn't have his diamond ring. And you know, as fucked up as CM Punk was. He beat MJ's F's ass and won. Mm-hmm. That yeah, was that very lovely. And then, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. We we forget this point. So hold on. So M- Wardlow can't find the ring. 
And at some point, you know, you know, CM Punk hits MJF, so he falls down. And then CM Punk looks at Wardlow. Wardlow looks at Punk, and Wardlow pulls out the ring from his back pocket and gives it. He puts it on the ring mat for CM Punk. To me, I was like, "Oh, that's his resignation letter." Mm. Um, But CM Punk uh, picked it up. Wardlow and CM CM Punk picked it up and used it mm-hmm. and fucking mm-hmm. so it's sort of a heelish thing to do but also a real good fuck you to the guy that can only win by using that ring right yeah yeah um what were you saying th- Calder? oh sorry oh i i i i just assumed that uh, as a result of wardlow giving uh punk the the ring they're now engaged oh i see yeah uh that is how it works in the wrestling world i had forgotten yeah uh, wrestling wedding coming up, everybody. Who's going to jump out of the cake? Uh, yeah, it's just uh, both of them are such students of the game that they're able to you know, like look back and and find old stuff and use that to like integrate it. You know, they integrate it into the piece as a whole in a way that isn't um, intrusive. Like, yeah, I I didn't know that he used to come out to AFI. Uh, I I don't think I've seen or it's been a long time since I've seen any matches of his with, you know, that old, you know, ring gear from early 2000s ROH. But like I can when it happens, I'm like, oh, that must be, you know, and just seeing how the levels, you know, like build on each other and all that. And it's just, yeah, this is. This is great professional wrestling. That's why we watch it. And that would have been the CM Punk that MJF watched. Yeah. Right? And was yep. looking up to at that time. Mm-hmm. So very fucking interesting stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So then after this like marathon match that like kept going on and you're like, there's no fucking way these humans can continue because this is like like there's so much blood loss. How much can you lose and still like do this kind of physical work? <laughs> um, and ha- can you even see your eyeballs are red, not because someone punched you in the face because your own blood is in your eyes. Gross. So <laughs> after that, we have Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, which, you know, it can stand up. It can stand up. It can, but it's just, the level of intensity is not the same. So it feels like a dip, even though really it's not, but it can feel that way um, just given the scheme of things. Um, anyways, so. Here's where I come in with my bullshit. Um, oh, <laughs> first off, uh, the new belt looks great. I love yes. it. And I wish they'd done it earlier. Um, that rinky dink looked like a goddamn diva's belt. Fuck that shit. I know. Um, Androsa had her awesome outfit. Uh, at the time, I wrote in my notes this should have been the trios match because what I thought right. the trios match uh, coming up in a little bit was going to be was just sort of like a eh, six six men just kind of do some stuff and then you know we leave. Um, in retrospect, yeah, it was in the correct position but also uh a it was after uh you know just all this blood and so the audience is drained right um, yeah uh and that among hurts this people. match among other people that hurts this match that hurts thunder rosa and yeah. Rick baker who deserved uh to have more 
energy from the audience that they just didn't have to give. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is, is that this match was, it's like a sketch that heightens and heightens. And then like the, uh, like the third beat is like just the same as the second beat or even goes underneath it. And you're like, yeah, but we already, it needs to be bigger. And because we had already had the lights out match, this match yeah. um, was uh, nothing. It was just an ordinary match that you would see on an ordinary show on a you know a dynamite or even a rampage. Heaven help us, uh, and not the level of everything what? else well, in the show or even a rampage. What does that mean? You know what I mean. God damn it! There's some uh, lovely, there's some awesome ass shit on rampage though. Yeah, look, uh, but there's only room look, for three matches, so I, I get it. Uh, and. This should have been something else. It should have had something else attached to it. It should have been a different match. I love Britt Baker and I love Thunder Rosa and I love their feud, but this slot, it was just, it, who cares? There's nothing, there's nothing new here. The fact um, that there wasn't to- a belt change, it made, it just felt like, like, a betrayal. <laughs> and this is the other thing, because I made I made note of it in in my notes. The audience in the theater booed. Yeah, I was booing. I was because booing. it sh- we should have had something. There were no title changes, yeah. which is fine. Uh, in the but entire pay per view, we all want it so badly, and that's why I'm. You know, you know, Rosa has a chance. She's gonna. She's got a match against somebody else coming up, and then whoever wins that match gets to fight Brit again at the March pay per view or the St. Patrick's Day or whatever the fuck pay per view or whatever it is. I don't even remember now. Mm. But that uh, is probably when we're going to see a belt change. I mean, if we don't, come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing uh, um, if the belt had changed hands tonight, uh, uh, this pay for you, then it would have been like, okay, fine. The, you know, the match was a little, uh, um, light, but you know, like something happened, Yeah. but nothing happened. And, um, if you're going to have filler, which, you know, I, I would argue is totally fine to have filler. Don't throw two of your bigger stars, especially if your women's division under the bus for that, do it to something else, have some weird ass match with like, uh, um, Abaddon and you know Nyla or something like that. That's just Abaddon. like, oh my god, what is going on here? That's this is crazy. Just to mix it up, but to just have a match, a regular ass match where nothing happens and is of no consequence because she's going to have another match again to to have another shot at the belt. Eh, I, that was the only thing of the night that really truly disappointed me. I thought it made like total sense to do it the way they did it. I guess I must be the only person in the world a that monster. thinks that it was under- understandable that be- because it's not as though this has been a feud that has been going continuously and at the right pace. Like it was interrupted, yeah. and it like like th- it feels like they needed to backtrack a little and build up speed again because had they had Thunder Rosa been signed. And been and had it like made sense for them to go and like like at full pace from the point of that St. Patrick's Day show, then like then they could have done like the the full blow off 
like earlier, but as it is, it makes sense. It seems to me that there really needed to be a little more time. And so it wouldn't have uh, been logical to me to have the belt change here and now. Well, that's fine. I feel like have another match, have a match that is not this one. Um, All I know is that Thunder Rosa. Then then we, we we just be complaining about them leaving out the women. Have another women's match. The fact that you only have two huge stars in the division uh, and they're your champions is a problem. Yeah, we did have an earlier women's match um, before the MJF Punk match, and then it's followed by the only, you know, Thunder Rosa. You know, um, a all right. All I'm gonna say is that Thunder Rosa kicked ass. Her yes, Baker she did. Was good. Yes, she was. Um, it was what you expected. Why Thunder Rosa didn't have any friends on the side of the ring, I don't know. At this point, I would hope she would have people like help her keep Jamie Hader and uh, Rebel away. But well, gosh, it's not there. like we've booked anything so that she would have someone in her corner that like, she may have mm. recently feuded Fair with enough. and then also come together with murder. I mean, why would you? Why would you even bother? Mercedes. It didn't seem like that. Murder. Like that would have happened, or that they would have uh, booted out like uh, Britt Baker's team at some point. But neither of those things. Okay, happened. we gotta. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, what looking are we at two time, hours yet? Yeah, uh, looking at the there. time, I'm like, first of all, I need to be seriously thinking about sleeping. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we have a lot to go and this doesn't even matter as much. So we got three more matches. Let's blow through this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Moxley and Danielson, another bloody match, uh, but God, so good. Oh yeah. Oh man. It's so good. I mean, here, here's the deal. Uh, there was a, we want violence chant in our audience, which mm-hmm. was great. Um, Mox was doing like the head kicks that uh, that Danielson has perfected in that they look like they're hitting the head, but he is hitting their chest. Only Mox is hitting the head. And then there's other kicks that he's giving, like he's supposed to be kicking Danielson in the chest and he's kicking him in the goddamn head. But I, I don't I don't know if Danielson is like, oh, I can take it or whatever like that. But Mox needs to rein in his shit um, <laughs> because like this sort of thing works uh, because like, yeah, they're chopping the chest real hard. You go like, ow, boy, I can tell that really hurts, but it's not going to do any lasting damage. But when Mox does it, you're like, dude, the guy has children. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He should do it to the children. <laughs> yes, you should do those to the children. Uh, and also, this match was amazing and fantastic and everything we wanted it to be. It was everything. And then when you think, like... Dear God. When you think it's over... Are we ready to talk about this? Because <laughs> I have... I literally I've jumped out of you, my seat I've never screaming. seen you do that. Everyone in the audience jumped. But seeing you literally not even paying attention to what's on your lap or anything, just... Jump up, screaming. The audience loses their minds. I lost my mind. I because... I, mm-hmm. Go ahead. 
<laughs> tell, tell your feelings after the match they're like uh, you know it ends with uh um mox like pinning him and like he like rolls him over and like sort of pins him and daniel's like what what is even going on i i didn't and then they start fighting again they just start going at it fucking referees start coming out and they can't break him up because these two dudes are you know they're too violent then william regal comes out out and I was yeah. not expecting it in the least. And he is the person I most want to see in the world in that position at that moment. And it was perfect. He made Tony them Khan shake hands. Made that perfect. <laughs> it was it was really great because of the energy that he is capable of projecting because the way he came out with this full head of steam and the way that he in this extremely obvious and believable way had exactly what you would have to have to make those two men do what you want them to do. Because those are two guys who also have a full head of steam and to, to push them into making nice, like you couldn't have a better introduction to AEW than to be like, this guy is so amazing and so tough. He made, the, the two toughest guys like with blood on on their breath like uh back down like that was really amazing in my notes what i have written is regal is all our daddy yeah he <laughs> is totally is right the ultimate father figure and, and and it's yeah it's so believable both of these guys obviously owe a lot to him he is a font of wrestling knowledge and is so good at what he does you know which made his dismissal from wwe so much more shocking like of all the people you fire you do not fire someone who probably is a pretty reasonable paycheck and has so much to give in terms of the quality of a show and to have him come out like that uh He's got so much credibility and it's just And oh seeing God. something like that too, it's like such a not just a good faith effort, but a real concrete um like open admission to the fans that they are gonna build a good company with like, you know, good educators, good mentors, good you know, whatever within the company to help maintain wrestling as it, the fun, awesome art it is, you know, people from all generations will appreciate it. Yeah. Like uh, the more that they grow, the more they are going to need people like William Regal behind the scenes to help like, like build up the the talent and 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 uh like keep like good booking across like like more and more like shows mm-hmm. um with like Tony Khan like doing booking on Dynamite and Rampage and the Darks and and Ring of Honor like he's going to need some help yeah and that is i mean that's one of those things where i was concerned that uh um the ring of honor purchase wasn't a good idea when I saw him in the, uh, uh, post show scrum talk about how he's going to be booking ring of honor. I'm like, cool, man. How many hours of television a week are you going to be booking yeah, now? It's nuts. Uh, that quality will not last forever. Um, all right. So moving on, we've got the AHFO match. This is fun. It's great. I, I didn't realize Oh my God. I was like, what are the, okay. So the butcher and the blade show up 
to set up these tables <laughs> at one point, and there's like tables stacked on top of tables. There's all right. Before we tables. get there, let's just talk about uh, um, uh, uh, the Spanish fly uh, off the set. The what? The Spanish fly. Uh, Sammy Sammy uh, does a Spanish fly off the set onto tables. Yeah, and um, it looked like it hurt Isaiah, but I can't be sure. It it looked like it hurt, just period. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but that was that happened. I'm like, that is insane. I was like, no, 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 don't do that. And then it got worse. Yeah, and then it got worse. I mean, when Matt Hardy's in a match, I'm just right there. I'm like, I know he's his wife probably doesn't want him to do this stuff, but someone's <laughs> gonna do this stuff. <laughs> you know? And sure as shit, people did this stuff. Um, but it's not who you expect. So Butcher and Blade set up these four tables and they're stacked on top of each other. So there's like two and two. And I know one of the people, they they like were fighting. It was Andrade and Sting, right? Was it Andrade? Uh, Andrade was down um, on the tables. Uh, Sting and Matt Hardy were fighting through the audience. Um, That's it. Sting and Matt Hardy were fighting through the audience, and I was, I was like, "No, I see where you're going. I see where this is headed. There's a whole bunch of tables on uh, underneath a balcony, which is some new jack shit. Yeah, like we're not There's even like, talking. You see an like exit sign. Shit. Yeah, you see an exit sign, all the shit, and it's yeah. like the the overhang above the like tunnel walkway through the exit. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. No, no, no. And, and they, I'm like, I'm, neither of these guys should be doing no, that. Neither, neither of, of these guys, but particularly Sting. And I do worry about Matt because, you know, I don't want his wife to divorce him. He's got lovely children. <laughs> um, they but, are adorable. You know, but uh, they fucking come off that balcony onto those four tables. They break all four tables on the way down. I mean, I don't. Fuck. Sting is 62 years old. You know what I mean? And Sting was never my favoritest wrestler in the world. He was okay, uh, but like, uh, it wasn't really my style. He was like this really bright, loud, superhero y kind of wrestler who was always a face. Then he did the crow thing, and being a, you know, a little goth kid myself, I'm like, how dare you? (laughs) Sir, how (laughs) dare you? Uh, but I always respected, you know, like he was always a good worker and uh, cut a great promo and whatnot. And then when he came back, I'm like, okay, uh, yes, give the rub to people, uh, give the rub to other people. That's what you do, uh, at that age, you know, you come in kind of like, uh, um, uh, uh, Jake the snake, you know, he just comes in and like talks for uh, Lance Archer and uh, like kind of gives him a rub and you go on, you're like, yes, you're great. And you're giving some star power to, uh, younger wrestlers. Fantastic. Love that. It's exactly what you should be doing. Uh, it's great. You're not doing a Hulk Hogan thing where you're ch- still trying to, you know, be the man after all these years. So whenever <laughs> someone in, like that, in any number of ways, it's a good thing. He's not trying to do a Hulk Hogan thing in any number of ways. Uh, but like to like, don't make the focus yourself, you know, cause you've had your time and now, you know, you, you help other wrestlers and he was doing that, uh, a great job of that for uh, Darby Allen. Like, uh, when he shows up, like he's not making himself the thing, but, uh, he's given that rub and it's fantastic. He's been doing such great work there, but then he does stuff like this and I'm like, 
as much as I don't ever want to see his name on the card because I don't want him wrestling at 62 because a he's old, he might hurt himself and B because, you know, like he's not going to be able to go the same as he was, you know, at mm. 35. Um, you just can't. Then he does stuff like this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, they they booked him properly. He knows how to to uh place himself in these matches so that like he's not you know Overdoing like puffing it. and puffing out of yeah. breath and you know like um slowing things down he just like waits and then he comes in at the right point and then he does something that is that if anyone literally anyone you know like a 22 year old who is you know uh just f- full of life and 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 can take this kind of damage and be fine 62 year old goddamn sting it was this, very shocking no, it, 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 it's such a testament want. to the 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 intensity and the depth of this show that this match is in some kind of an and also territory and not the thing you would talk about first yeah exactly um uh this match was interesting too because like there they like all would split up into twos and basically the entire match they were all wrestling at the same time. There wasn't any like um, now you take a turn and I'll take a turn. They were all fighting. So it was constant and you had different areas of the arena to look at, um, which of course we're relying on the cameras to take us to those different places. But if you're in the audience, it would be like, okay, I, I look over here and I look over there and I look over here and over there. There's something different happening the whole time, which added um, a layer of frenzy and energy, even though uh, there it, there was a lot of fast-paced stuff going on. In other moments, other wrestlers aren't moving as fast, which is fine uh, because you don't notice. Um, but anyways, I thought that was interesting too. Yeah. Okay. Then we have. Oh, uh, we, 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 I'm sorry, but like uh, we got to talk about that uh, that video that they did before the the match. <laughs> Darby got to do one of those little uh, uh, movies. It was like a, a funeral. A car then- drove into a, a RV, <laughs> just like like launched from something into. Darby them. crawls out of it, does a coffin drop on the priest. <laughs> Fucking Sting comes out with a flamethrower. An honest to goodness flamethrower. What is even? They're like, how happening? can we like? They're like, how do we make this the most egregious? Because you know, they're like, how do we top all the other things and make this the most ridiculous thing ever? And this were they just made a list, and then yeah. they're like, check. Okay, we did that yeah. one. Now what's next? A coffin <laughs> drop on a pope. Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> let's you know, like, let's get a predator style fucking. Uh, flamethrower thing going on <laughs> done uh, it was just ridiculous and wonderful and yeah i don't know it, I, it, I don't know another time in my life when i've used the word ridiculous to mean <laughs> i think good yes uh <laughs> with aw it's like so i good. should hate this but i love it that's why what you it love is it. is a- it's a, it, it's an amazing calling card for the uh, show that Darby Allen apparently is going to be doing, which is like a jackass style stunt show. But oh, Darby, that's right. yeah. uh, oh, so I oh. assume we're going to be getting lots more of that. I don't even oh. know what that. I don't know how yeah. to feel about that at all. All right, so we've got Adam versus Adam. 
which here's some of the things. I'm just going to rattle these things <laughs> off. Okay. First of all, all the signs that say, let's go, Adam. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the crowd chants of, uh, let's go, Adam. Adam sucks. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then mm-hmm. later, uh, this is Adam. Because <laughs> we were saying, we yep. were, the audience was saying, this is awesome. And that turned into, this is Adam. Love it. Mm-hmm. Fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked this match. Um, but I don't know. Okay. So at the end, Adam Page, put Adam <laughs> Thank Cole, you. put Adam Cole through a table. But even in the replay, you see, I Adam Page must have real long legs because Adam Cole's head is so far above his knee when Adam Page hits that table that right. it's obvious Cole you know, never touched it and is a-okay. So he shouldn't be passed out right there. <laughs> um, whatever. I mean, so that's when, you know, when we pick apart particularly some of the women's matches because a lot of them are newer to wrestling. Oh, no, These absolutely. guys do it too. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know that uh, you have yet been introduced to a show called Botchamania. Mm-mm. Um, it's frequently taken down, uh, when it shows up on YouTube. So, uh, sometimes it can be a little hard to find, but it's basically s- s- centered around when there are botches in the ring. Awesome. Uh, and also they, um, uh, will, will, uh, subtitle when you can hear the wrestlers talking. Oh, sometimes I love it. Always- uh, so like you'll see them, you'll see them sometimes being like, okay, now uh, duck under my clothesline. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. it. Um, <laughs> it. It's it's really too bad that the nature of wrestling makes it so that it's unrealistic to be like, and and then after the pay per view, we get the sweet sweet bloops. <laughs> Indeed. Bloops. Give me uh, some that's, bloops. That is in that is exactly what Botchamania is for. And uh, yeah, yeah, I I I do feel a little bad because I do. Uh, come down harder on the women's matches uh, mm-hmm. for that thing. Um, when it, it's a very indie wrestling thing to to chant "you fucked up" when something like that happens, um, and I try not to do. It. I feel like I'm more disappointed when I see it in a women's match, and that's not fair. Mm. That's on me. Uh, any hoodles? Uh, it was a decent match. I yeah. wasn't like was, I, I knew they weren't going to change the belt, so I really wasn't excited. You know what I mean? If I really felt like they were gonna possibly give the belt away, um, I would have been more excited. It's hard because I think, uh, kind of like Britt, um, I, I don't want to see them lose the belts necessarily because I think they're doing a real good job with it. Uh, at the same time, like yeah, someone like Adam Cole, like you you could tell he is ready for that belt. And if they, if they did give it to him, like there wouldn't be anybody going like, ew, what is that about? Like he hmm. is over, he is over as a heel yeah. and he's oh, yeah. doing great work constantly. Uh, sometimes he puts on half a halo armor uh, outfit that was for his the entrance. That was bizarre thing. And that's, that's not a great look. It's not but- connected to what? anything. What? 
Well, I don't get it. I don't. I just not. I, I, I just. I just like took it. Took it as it came. I. I did not. I did not demand answers of that Halo costume. I just said, I you know what? You're a, you're a solid Halo costume, and that's all because you got to be, he brother. Had his regular <laughs> intro and that costume, and it's like that has to be part of something else. You can't come out with that and have the same graphics and the same music or whatever. You need to throw in some more props, maybe different graphics, whatever. Make sense of this shit. Can't just come out with that. Uh, also, uh, uh, another costuming note, I fucking love that rainbow fringe on Paige. That was great. Yeah, it was, it was in, yeah, like, and people like, like, uh, really like, uh, called out what 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 it was that he had done, which was to do that in Florida right now. Yeah, and that's yeah, really cool. the don't say gay bill or whatever. Yep. Yeah. 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 Fuck uh, Florida. Sorry, like, everyone. I, I don't mean the, it. I don't mean. <laughs> I don't mean it. I mean. I, I hate these types of laws. I hope you understand. <laughs> Qualified, JK. I know we have some wonderful listeners in Florida, so I don't want to say that, but you know. You know what? We don't necessarily know that. I'm a, I'm I'm assuming everyone that listens to us is the most awesome person on earth. <laughs> well, this is true. This is true. Yeah, we we assume uh, uh, nothing negative about you, uh, Doug. <laughs> Everybody else, eh, we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, yeah. it was a great night. It was all wonderful matches. Yeah, yeah, it's worth worth every penny. Such mm-hmm. a great experience. Oh yeah, it, it 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 was somewhat of an anticlimactic ending because of uh, what we were talking about, and the only way to to get around that would have been to not do the big title last, and it's just generally not what you do. Yeah. So that's okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's th- that's the downside to booking everything being amazing. Um, uh, and as much as you know, uh, we can shit on WWE for like having all sorts of packages and sketches and just awful trash, you know, in a pay per view or whatever. Like maybe just a teeny tiny bit of that wouldn't go too far astray. Yeah. No, no, I suppose not. Not not the not as much as they do, but you know, they don't do what they do for no reason. I think generally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying they're doing it wrong. Okay. Okay, let's uh, all get some sleep. I'm Thanks so sorry, everyone. I've li- I've tapped out. <laughs> Look, we're at almost I, two hours, which is an absurd amount of it's time. It's an absurd amount of time, and sort of thing. I am getting close to almost 24 hours no sleep. I'm getting. I'm like at 20 oh, hours no sleep. Do you have any jelly beans? Uh, I I did not eat any on purpose because <laughs> I need to go to bed. I can't get all wound up. Did you eat them? Accident- How many did you eat accidentally? No, I didn't need any. Any on? I didn't need any. <laughs> I didn't need any. Oh, Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. I can't believe we were talking that long. <laughs>